what you should do is you should turn on your alert on your phone so that way you're ahead of both of us. No, I don't I don't want the misery of knowing that my bet is <laughs> that it's coming. It's like you know when you see like it's it like improbable, but you see a little bit like your eye eye test is saying mm-hmm. it's happening. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> you're like, yep. All you can do is watch in misery. Like I yeah, sometimes I- I've tried to like cut it off and just like ignore it and i'm like no because i know the whole time i'm gonna be like because i'll have it on like uh if i have like four games and i'm just like watching it on the score center or something yeah and I'll, I'll have it like hey like let me know in case like i'm not watching it that they score and i'm like i know i'm just gonna sit here and wait for it wait for that little beep and the longer like every like second that passes by i don't hear that beep i'm gonna be like these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and then you'll hear it, and you're like, "All right." And then you're like, "Oh, the game ended 15 minutes early because they just run, ran the clock out." Great, cool, right? So oh. that's how my weekend ended. It was beautiful. I made a lot of money, and then I made uh, chasing bets that cost me a lot of money. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, my weekend started off sick to like, my stomach. Yeah, my weekend started off like shit, just because Boise played on Friday and. Right off the bat, I mean, we didn't have our number one QB, didn't have our number one running back, didn't have our number one defensive lineman, didn't have our number one uh, defensive back, and then we were still going to be fine. Like we, that's how we were last week. Um, and then second drive, Sears goes down. Our second string transfer from USC, and at that point, it was like we're done. It, it's this. We, they are one of the best teams in the nation about throwing up points. And we have two true freshmen, one from Texas, one from Boise. Neither one's thrown a pass as a college player. And neither one had even worked with second teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we expect them to go out there. It's just like, oh, it was so I, bad. I, I hit well on that game. At the end, it all kind of came together. No thanks. Oh, yeah, because Boise. Boise had those two quick touchdowns. From yeah. the 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 fifty two yarder onside and ru- the forty something yarder, I ruined it by a half time. I, I I've I banned myself from placing halftime or live bets. I can't do it. I I knew going into this year that I'm not good at it, and I still like I get up and I've been doing really well on like my research and and game planning, and then I just it, it all goes to shit. I'm like look at it, I'm like why am I not up? And I'm like oh, because. For some reason, I place my halftime bets as bigger units like a fucking moron. Yeah. And that's why I'm uh, perpetually poor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, uh, now that the election is over, we may have a vaccine coming around. Maybe people will start hiring and I can get a job. Oh, my gosh. Just in time for people to run out of money at the end of the year and not be able to hire anybody. So right, cool yeah. for me. Don't even don't even get me started on any of that stuff. So we'll we'll, we'll get through that. But um, no. <laughs> so yeah, my great three minutes and thirty seconds of Jesse's misery. Yeah, there we go. So, um, but yeah, we had all that. So I had Boise there Saturday. I mean, I didn't do really much on Saturday. I just I wasn't really impressed with the games that we had. Like yeah, nothing. it was hard picking. Yeah, it, it was tough to pick what was going on. I wish I would have rode Liberty with you. I I feel like I, I should just... It's We're eight weeks it's in automatic. now with them. <laughs> and they're almost done. 
I'm eight, you know, if I just bet Liberty every week and nothing else, I, I would have so much money. <laughs> yeah. So we got that one. Um, I hit on the upset Notre Dame um, and I hit the over on that one. So that was a nice little money line over that I, I parlayed those two right there. Um, Oregon, you kind of let me down. Why? Because you weren't as explosive as I thought you were going to be. I mean, they only had us at 31 points, and we got that. Yeah. What else did you want? And I this mean, year, it's the playing. first new offensive coordinator. We put a new quarterback in our first game. Or new offensive game. line. I don't, I don't care. I mean. You've been talking about this the whole time, so it don't matter. It's You played Stanford, a team that you should we, beat. Always plays this hard. And we so, always have problems with Stanford. Yeah. And then USC losing, or ugh, they should have lost. I don't get how Arizona State loses. And loses we beat the spread. Game. So I don't understand what you're complaining about. Uh, how because you, there's no way you lost the bet. No, I, I bet up. Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> I, I, I bet up for more over because I was no. like, oh, it's, it's Oregon. I think it's um, the most we've scored on them in like eight years. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was just going off the knowledge that, that you was like, oh, we're going to come out firing and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, perfect. And I was like, okay, you know what? I said we're not going to lose the game. The over-under, I was like, they're easily going to get it. All right, let's buy this thing up a little bit, get make it a little harder. Um, because I know Oregon will get up and then probably some garbage stuff to Stanford. And I missed it by like six. And I was like, come on. Yeah, and I, we still had a chance. Uh, I think there was like a turnover in the red zone. Yeah, it was. The, the run, that's what I, I texted you. I was like, what the hell was that? And, of course, you're not watching You know, my team. That's cool. Thanks for that. I watched Boise even throughout their entire blow. You literally caught me switching back to the Clemson-Notre Dame game. <laughs> I, I had the two going. Yeah, it was a good Clemson. I I call it the best part of the Clemson Notre Dame game, the fourth quarter in the overtime. Yeah, uh, so. but the so Oregon, the running back, I don't know, he just like slipped up, and as he was like turning, threw, oh great job, fucking Pats, uh, threw the ball up in the air, and then the other guy just got it. Yeah, like it was it was tough, but so I I started you off. Can't the give horror. him that. Yeah. Well, he pulled his hand. That's he like 80 hand. yards, man. So, Crowder, please tell me he got that. Oh, I need. So we're watching the the Jets Patriots game, and I'm needing I'm needing Crowder to do some stuff here. He got it. He should get that. Come on. I need the under. And you're <laughs> going to be screwed because yeah. this is going to be a touchdown. So it's going to be 20 to 10 going into halftime. Knowing how much I thought that the <laughs> Patriots would blow this, I sh- I don't know why I didn't bet on the Jets money line. That should have been my only bet because I, I I was like they're going to tank this. This is if you haven't heard it, before, you've been calling it. But that's the thing you've been calling been them calling tanking this. and losing, and then you don't ever go I know. on like, your own shit. Like why don't I trust myself? I've been so right <laughs> all year on everything that I I, I outright call. And I'm like boisterous about I'm right, and that's that's why I'm doing this is because I know that that's the truth, and so I just want people to hear it. And they're like, "Oh, you never said that." And I'd be like, "Run the tape." Yeah, I did. Say I said it. this would be. You- I looked at the schedule and I said, 
All right, they play the last week of the year. Patriot schedule is really hard. Like, if they don't win this game against the Jets, they're not winning another game. It's just yeah. that hard. Uh, this is they get into the the meat of their schedule here at the end, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm if I, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm not playing checkers. I'm playing chess. I'm saying you can have this small victory because the the coach wants to keep his job. The players don't want to go 0 and 16. I'm gonna I, my players will still play hard, but I can sit out most of them. Talk to my doctors, and I can game plan it so that we lose. That way. We play the Jets at the end of the year. Now we have one win. They probably only have two. Uh, one. Uh, we have two wins. They probably only have one win. We lose to them, and now we're in front of them in the draft. And oh, you wanted Trevor? You wanted Justin Fields? Sorry, we're getting him first. And it's happening. It's fucking happening. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things. Like it it, it is happening. Um, and it, it's funny because you called it, and you just don't. I don't know why you don't ever listen to yourself. Yeah, I mean, like, well, how hard is it just to put, like, yeah. out of my bankroll, put, like, 100 on it, you know? Right. <laughs> like, um, like, I put it on stupid you things, just, you, you, dumber things. Yeah, I feel like you talk yourself stupid. out of your own stuff. Yeah, I do. And I'm like, oh, lo- uh, logistically, blah, blah, blah. I-, I can know how to read numbers, and yeah. I'm reading them, and it's, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah, your your all your underbets are gonna they're gonna lose. It's thirty in the first half now, so um, don't do not do anything stupid. And I, go make I, halftime no, bets. I've got Maxion all week. So I'm good. So you got that. Um, but other things, I mean, <laughs> yeah, other things. Sunday, I mean, we both had a very good Sunday. Um, both betting and for me in uh, daily fantasy, I know. I went five and one on Sunday with Benton. The only thing I lost was Houston. I think everybody lost Houston, which I just I didn't see that QB was it Layton Lutton. or Lutton? Lutton, yeah, he. Uh, I believe he played for Oregon State. Yeah, just didn't see that happen. Um, I saw some garbage time, so I thought this. I thought the spread was going to be safe, but yeah, that one bit me. But other than that, five and one there, um, and then. Took uh took down even with the upset last night with Carol with uh the Saints over the Bucks got some money there because I uh I captain Breeze and then turned a free entry into seven hundred on Fanduel for the daily lineups, um, so that was good. Um, I like Fanduel just because their pricing is a little bit different, so you're allowed to get a little bit better bang for your buck. So uh sitting there, I was able to squeeze in. Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and Cook into one lineup and then just garbage people everywhere else. The worst defense in the league was the Giants. Take that. Here you go. Um, so I, I hit some nice 202 is, is what I ended up hitting with, which was great. Uh, got me, yeah, f- free entry into 700. So I know you killed it. Uh, up until the Saints game. Uh, up until I try to kill it even more I, yeah. I i went negative on the weekend by a lot and i if i didn't make all those other bets i would have been up almost double my bankroll uh yeah. so i'm in a uh i'm in a fight for my life mode right now not really and that's that's what's sucked is that i've done so well yeah this year that like what i'm used to years prior 
of like what my bankroll is because I normally would like take it out and take it out and take it out because I needed to pay for things. And now I don't yeah. need to pay for anything. And I'm like, I don't know how to manage this yeah. because I see I, like one week I'll go from a few thousand and then like I'll make some bad calls and go down like a, a thousand or fifteen hundred. And I'll be like, oh, no, I can't. And, and I'll the next bet I go in way heavier than I should. And it's like, dude, you're doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop it calm <laughs> like last weekend i made a a 500 three-team parlay and made three grand like you're doing it just just be calm you can make this a thing where you, you cash out like a thousand a weekend if you just which i have i've already cashed out uh and enough uh that sally may is like oh cool do you want to increase your payments no <laughs> No, because uh, knowing me, I'll make a stupid halftime bet and lose this. <laughs> yeah, who wants to? Who wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that. But yeah, that's, like, uh... it looks like you're ahead of schedule. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not. Um. So, so yeah. So biggest uh. Biggest surprises of college football. One, Maxion was awesome. It's so good to have it back. I mean, I just like I don't even know how I could watch all those games at once. I did. I only watched like three or four, but uh it's this week uh a game every day yeah boise state's on thursday which will be nice but we'll see what goes on um yeah y'all need your y'all need uh was it bachmeyer either bachmeyer or sears bachmeyer i don't know what's going on it's the one thing i don't like about harson is he keeps everything so close to the vest so we don't so we knew two weeks ago like that (laughs) yeah so we knew two weeks ago that he wasn't playing because of COVID protocols. He didn't have COVID, but he'd been exposed to it. Um, and then this week, nothing. Now, maybe it was because it was a Friday game, but he was on the sideline talking with coaches, talking with teammates, everything like that. Almost like what Trevor Lawrence was. Trevor what had cleared his COVID protocols, but because it was the day of the game, it doesn't count in college football like NFL or the morning of they're good. No college football. It's their days. So, this is his final day. He cannot play until tomorrow. And that's like, that's kind of how I see it, but I just don't know. So that really hurt us. That really, really hurt us. But I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, Wednesday, we have six games Wednesday. Six for um, the Mac. Mac should baby. Yeah, so, who plays? Uh, uh, I think there's only at one game tomorrow. Um, uh, so for me, the biggest surprises was. I'm not going to say Notre Dame. I mean, you should be a backup at Clemson. Uh, very sorry, exciting sorry, game. Six games t- between Tuesday and Wednesday. Six games, sorry. No, but three, yeah. Three split. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati three. and Florida. Georgia. Um, jo- I want to get, get on Georgia first. Okay. okay because it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be quick. Uh, I, Kirby Smart is a great coach. Very, I mean, his defense are, are, are some of the best every year. But he has an issue with knowing who to pick at quarterback. You let Justin Fields walk for yep. Fromm. That and was a mistake. From yep. I don't even what what practice are you watching that you think oh Fromm's good because when he's in the game he always sucked. He, I had but, some good games, but it was against yeah. terrible competition. And but this it's year, also, like you I have a third for- string starting, and you're yeah. not even J T Daniels moved over. J T Daniels is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, why I mean, not give him a fucking shot? Yeah, he transferred to your organization for a reason. 
Yeah. He and then he got COVID, and now you're like, ah, fuck him. Yeah, he needs to be their starter. What, then no it's one. not the answer that yeah. I don't. I don't know who the other got guy two is. Losses. They're, they're out of the it. SEC. They are. They're yeah. out of the SEC. So at this point, you need to chalk. You can it only up play as, upset. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be re- think rebuild or just yeah that mind and let's just go. I want to. I want to develop these guys and go through it. So I'm in full agreement with you that they, it's Georgia's not right there. Florida. Um, they had a good bounce back. I mean, they destroyed them, which was uh, was Trask is doing so well. Um, my big surprise is Texas A&M. I mean, they that was outside of game. Alabama. Outside of Alabama, they've they've been looking pretty good, and it could very well be they are could play spoiler as well because they're in the same division as Alabama. So Alabama has to lose twice for them to jump them. But if your only loss is to the SEC champion. I mean, I could see them as a one-loss team getting in, um, but that brings us to Cincy. And, I mean, I've been on the Cincy train pretty much all year, and I I feel like they got disrespected this week. Um, they spanked Memphis two weeks ago. They mm-hmm. spanked Houston this week, and both great teams. I mean, Memphis upset UCF. Houston had was rolling. I think they, they beat SMU. They're rolling through their conference and what they have to do. They still got to play UCF later this year. And for that to happen and for them to get jumped, they did not move. Right. They stayed at six. a and I, I, I don't think there's number six. I, I, I don't care about the ranking. They do deserve to be ranked, but they're not a number six. Well, I don't I know. Think, maybe this year. I, I think this year after everything. There's no good Big done, Ten teams. There's no Big 12 Good big and, and that's the end where we've yet to Pac-12, see the, the jury still out on the Pac-12. I mean, if Oregon goes undefeated, it's going to be right there. But the Pac-12 has to has to produce some good people. I mean, you've already had a game canceled. So and I, I would just still don't... watch for Arizona State. That is a good team. That is it a is very well coached. But team. that one lot, that one loss, takes them out of any consideration except for a Pac-12 championship. That's yeah, it. I'm just, just yeah, because yeah, of how they, they play, which they don't play us, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Thank God. You, yeah, so it's it's one of those things. So I agree with you on that one. But I look at Cincy, and, and especially a year like this where you have to take into account that you don't know how, how many games are going to be played and everything like that in the competition. The American is the third league this year right now. You have the. Um, you have the SEC, which is is number one. Um, Ohio State's carrying the Big Ten right now, um, yeah, but they're in, they're, they're, they're in it. They're in it. That's it. That's I mean, when you could say Maryland is your second best team. No, no, no. <laughs> Indiana's their second best team. That's yeah. the funny part. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I and it's one of those things. I just I like what they're doing in Indiana. I just don't see it lasting because if you look at their competition, they really. Haven't I mean Michigan lost to Michigan State? Just could put point blank. Um, I, I also think Harbaugh's coaching for his job this year. Yeah, he has um, no excuses anymore because this quarterback was the one who you scouted, you brought yeah, in, scouted, recruited, on, everything on right the bench so. learned, and uh, he's not playing very well. Yeah, but so I, I believe Cincinnati is the fifth, fifth best team in the country right now. That's my that's my strong opinion. They're at six. I felt like they should have been number five. Number one, Bama, hands down. Number two um, is Ohio State. Three, Notre Dame with their upset. Um, I still have Clemson in my top four just because they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. 
and then they missed they were missing one of their key key linebackers i think um and they still went wire to wire with notre dame in a shootout um their their qb their big their big 250 pound qb looked good um yeah he's I was kind of surprised up. i really didn't see etn too much which was kind of surprising i didn't feel yeah. like uh, that, the game script like didn't kept go with forcing him, him and yeah. it was better off like with uh with him running like a slant route uh but yeah he he had so, like a few good runs there at the end but not enough to be like if you take those away not a great performance yeah so you had that so th- that's my four five i think is cincinnati i think they're very deserving of it one because their offense is great and this is what this is how i look at the look at cincinnati this year they are putting up points and they're doing it very well. But then on top of that, I think they probably have the best defense in football right now. Yeah. Granted, we still have to watch a little bit more of the Pac-12 and Ohio State go through. But they are... They, still, they play ECU next weekend. I think they're favored by like 26. But um, but in this type of year, hey, and win you, it big, go through it. Because yeah. it's all about how many games you play this year. Um, I... As much as I would, I want your your ducks to do well. A six and and0 duck team doesn't deserve to be in a, in the consideration for a final four. I mean, I think it depends on how we beat them, which is yeah. why we didn't really take our foot off the the pedal. Because yeah. we're like, which, if we beat Stanford and Stanford like doesn't win a game and we only beat them by like ten, like that doesn't yeah. look good. So I they think were you're like, seeing that they, more they relevant this year with anything. They're like, go for touchdowns. Yeah. So. But because of COVID and because of the season that we're in with everything that's going, I, I think they're the fifth best team right now. Um, yeah, they still two, need a little bit more chaos to go, but. Two weeks, they play UCF. Which I think that's that's the telltale one right there. Because UCF, their two losses, um, they're, they're a better team than their two losses. They, like I said, they, they lost in a shootout to Memphis. Um, and then they blew the lead against Tulane. Um, but it is, I mean, Justin Gabriel, it's. I, I make the joke to Andrew, Doug my brother-in-law, all the time because he's a UCF alum, and so is my wife. But I make it, I make fun of him, and it's like, how does it feel that your starting QB has more losses in his career than UCF does in the last five years? <laughs> like all, like you have Mac had the one loss in the New Year's Six game two years ago, and then. Gabriel lost two last year. He's lost two this year. So he's got four losses. I think he may even have five losses for UCF. And then you go back to their undefeated season against Auburn. Their one loss game last year or two years ago or something, three years ago. And it's just, I, I find it funny. So I think but you need to have they're definitely a good team. Very good I think team. you need to have a mini playoff. Um, <clears throat> Coastal, Liberty, Cincinnati, Marshall. But so, so no, see, here's the thing. And what people don't realize. So as, and and you're looking at like non power fives and stuff like that. So if you go down the rankings, um, you have BYU, uh, Cincinnati at seven and eight in the rankings currently. Yeah. I'm really pissed about that. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you have Coastal at 15, Marshall at 16, SMU at 19, Liberty at 22, and Louisiana at 25. Seven out of the top 25 are non-power five. The problem that we have is that BYU and Liberty 
are independent. So they don't have an automatic New York six bull berth because they're yeah. not power five and they're not group of five. Now I, I don't think if you, so they're Liberty playing for out They're playing for at large bids. Liberty. If they go undefeated, they deserve to have a prime time bull game. Yeah. But not, I'm not a power six, not, not in new Year's six. They would get, I, they would get smoked. No, and I that's, that's they barely the one. beat Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech is not a good team. But it, but that's the thing is in this time, and you know me, I'm Boise underdogs. The underdogs, when it comes for the most part in the recent times, have come out and played very very well in the year six bowl games because they're so underdog, nobody cares about them. Like the players just don't take them serious. So I would well, love yeah, to see that. You, you have good teams that wanted to be somewhere else. Yeah, so they don't and really care about the game. The other one is anyway. BYU. If BYU wins out, they'll be in a New Year's Six as an at-large, um, just because even they'll probably be one of the few teams. And that's that not a bad defense, man. The, it it isn't. It isn't, and that's what I really wish. I wanted to that, watch, yeah, from Boise because they're not going to face the competition. Yeah, Boise State was their best competition. It's going to be the best competition they face all year long. But they could um, still fill in games. They can only fill in a couple more. What people don't realize is that BYU's schedule this year is 100% by the seam of their pants because of COVID and everybody switching to conference schedule since they're an independent and they stayed an independent. Um, they could have gone to the Mountain West and joined the Mountain West and, and done that, which, I mean, they play a lot of Mountain West teams. However, all... 10 of their games that they have scheduled this this year are outside of Boise State and San Diego State currently, I think, are just, hey, we just need to fill teams to play teams, and that's what they want. They're trying to get one more game in because, I mean, they play in two weeks, they play their next game, and then in three weeks after that, they play their final game. So two games within the last month and a half, if that, or more, a little bit over that. So it's kind of tough for them to get there. So that's what I see. But I mean, they, they, I yeah, think they originally played, on schedule had LSU. They had, they had some big time teams coming to play. I would say upset watch on uh, North Alabama in two weeks. <laughs> no, they're going to smoke them. It's going to be oh like 52 God. in the first half. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, 99% pr- pr- predictor. They haven't even put the spread in, but I'm going to say the spread's going to probably be outrageous at like 45. They probably won't even list it, yeah. Well, they'll would, list it. Whatever no it book is, will, I'll take No it. book will pick it. <clears throat> but I'll take whatever they put. Yeah, so you, you've got that one. So we'll go from there. But yeah, it's just, it's been an interesting, It was it, it's been an interesting year so far in, in college football. Um what games are you looking forward to this week out of, out of everything? Um, of course, Oregon. I just want to see uh, how we continue to grow. I'm, I'm looking towards our, our schedule. Is, Thursday. Our, our, our schedule is a breeze. Okay. If, if we lose yeah. a game, don't even put us in. I don't even care if it's by a point because our quarterback snapped his leg in half. Um, we, we should be everybody handedly. Uh, we play Washington State, which they had a pretty good game against Oregon State, but Oregon State last year sucked. 
I mean, they were horrible. And they've sucked the last, like, two, three years. Washington State, I don't really know how they're playing right now, um, like, scheme-wise, because I'm, I'm not sure who their coach is. Uh, I haven't. Re- it's not a team that I follow up on. I just hate yeah. them because they always try and fuck us. Uh, Boise State, I, I'm interested because I'm, like Colorado I'm, State, I want to see who you play, who you start, and what the line's going to be. Um, I think it's with 13 and a half right now. That's it's juicy enough. It, it it's juicy, but I'm I mean I'm scared by it just because of the fact that we don't know what what QB we're going to go. Sears is in concussion protocol and. Do I think he makes it by Thursday? Probably not. I mean, he has to clear it within the next couple of days um, to be considered for it. Bachmeyer, I hope he, I hope he's finally back and we're going. If Bachmeyer's in that thirteen, covered easily, covered easily. Yeah. Um, Which so you it, know, yeah, well, that's why you kind of like got to take a flyer because I think it increases. I think it goes like fourteen and a half, fifteen if he if he is in. Uh, wait. I just now I have to learn on my flyers not to uh up up the uh spread a little more (laughs) (laughs) or the over a little too much now. So, but yeah, Um, so Boise State. I'm actually interested since the game on Friday. It's national television, um, so the whole world kind of gets to see him go through. Yes, it's against East Carolina, but East Carolina gave UNC a run for their money for three quarters. I, I will say this: don't bet on the over on the East Carolina game even though I think you should because ECU has fucked it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Unlike the last of the year, I felt like ECU was going to, it was helping hitting, hit, covering overs and spreads real easily. And lately, yeah, they've been struggling Saturday. Yeah. New, like you got Indiana, Michigan state. I'm looking at that game just because Michigan see how state, Indiana does. I want to see how Indiana does. I don't think they deserve to be a top 10 rated freaking team right now. Um, they're three, and zero. yes, they beat Penn state. Yes. They beat Michigan. Yes. But we're looking at a Penn state and Michigan team that have two they losses. Are not good. Yeah. They're not, they're good. not good at all. Actually, I think Penn state won three losses. Are they own three? Yeah. We put these expert. Yeah. Oh, three. They put these expectations on Michigan and you, just cause it's a name brand, you think that they should, they should be good. And it takes them so long to admit almost till the end of the year, every year that they're just not a good team. Yeah. Like this year, they're just not a good team. So and stop it, being like, oh, don't compare like Indiana. Like, well, they beat Michigan. Oh, uh, that's like them beating Maryland of like the last four years. Yeah, it, it but it's also shit. one of those things. It, it puts so much emphasis on how these schools scheduled in the past compared to what's going on right now with this only conference schedule that's going through. I mean, you're seeing in the SEC play out. You're seeing in the Big Ten, Big Ten play out. You saw it in the Big 12. Big 12 doesn't have any undefeated teams left. Um, but it's one of those things that when you play your own competition, stuff is a lot grittier and a lot of things are out of your control. When you let these, these, these schools pick who they play and four of six of the conference games are against the bottom tiers, like Michigan pulling out right there. And then they Mm -hmm. go into the Penn state or the Ohio state game with a one loss or no losses. It is overhyped. Because then you mm-hmm. see Ohio State route them, um, yeah. or Penn State route them, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just yeah, I just I don't know. Which I love the um, hype on some of those games because you know you're gonna get like a good line, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I test. They're not that good. Pound it. Yeah. Georgia at twelve against Missouri. I think this game should almost be a game of unranked teams. 
Georgia's yeah. got two losses. There are two losses. They've gotten their asses kicked. Kicked. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like by it's great competition. Good teams, Florida, Bama. But still, if two good teams beat you, you shouldn't be ranked. Yeah. Two good teams beat you and you keep it close. Okay, I'm seeing 15 yeah. to 20, 25 right in there. You've got you got blown out. And you're still blown 12. out. And you're still 12. And, and that's just that is the Georgia name holding on to its value right now. Yeah, um, I need to see them. I need to see them change quarterbacks. This guy's 83 of 153, 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. It's just, it's not good. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that one. Um, Coastal, it's going to, Troy always is a tough defense to play. Um, they're always a tough team. So I'm curious to see that. I'm pulling for him just because. Coastal has uh, been playing slow. The, yeah. Last, um, last week was slow. It was not a good win. But it's a win. I mean, not and for that's, what it's expected. Yeah, but at, at at coastal's level and at the at the group of six level, a win's a win. It doesn't matter. Um, it's so tough to go undefeated in college football nowadays. But um, I want I want to see Chapel Hill Wake play Forest. Wake Forest because Wake Forest after a tear. after a breakout performance, the following week, Chapel Hill. Has sucked. They sucked against Florida State. Sucked against NC State. Like, can they put it together back to back weeks? Well, no. So, and so yeah. So, so Virginia Tech blowout. They lost to Florida State. NC State blowout. They lost to UVA. Yes, it was yes, a shootout, okay, but yeah. they lost. And then they just blew out Duke. And now you come to the Demon Deacons, who are four and two. Do not let that four and two fool you, because they started zero and two. They are on a four game winning streak, and I mean, they routed Cam- uh, Cam- uh, Campbell, and then they routed Virginia. What they held so. on to a ranked Virginia Tech team. Um, they just routed Syracuse. So it is what it is. But do they beat I, up on bad teams? You know. Yeah, but when North Carolina, do- yeah, but North Carolina doesn't beat up. I mean, you look at UVA; they beat forty to twenty-three, and then the following week or two weeks later, Virginia upsets North Carolina. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that one goes right there. The other one that I'm kind of looking at is once we start kind of getting into the later games and going through stuff, um, I want to see how Notre Dame bounces back against a good Boston college team. I want Bear- Charlotte Gardner Webb. If we don't I, smoke st- Gardner Webb, Gardner Webb literally starts still- like their fry cooks in the back. Yeah. It's still in jeopardy though, because we're still coming off, COVID and where we actually had players test positive for COVID. So it's still up in the air. Um, the Alabama LSU game, it was going to be fun just for entertainment purposes. It's There's no hyper value to it because LSU is just not the same team. Right, and Brennan already wasn't expected due to injury not to play. Yeah. And now, like, it's all – I think that's – you know, at what point is it that you can just say that there's COVID stuff for a game that, you know, like – we're gonna get our asses kicked. Let's uh, and our and our starting quarterbacks out. Let's you know, yeah. Let's make sure this is pushed off. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I'm curious to see how Wisconsin plays. Their first game in like what four weeks, three weeks, four weeks, three weeks. Yeah, this will be week number four. So three weeks coming back, they're gonna have their QB that was just lights out game one. Um. 
yes, they're playing Michigan. It's the ABC game. It's supposed to be like the big televised game. So we'll we'll see how it goes. It is Michigan, it but it's in Michigan. So it'll be interesting to see that one. Um, and then other than that, I mean, nothing else really catches my eye. Yeah, the Oregon-Washington State game. SMU-Tulsa, I think there's points there. Yeah, there's, there, there'll be points. I mean, again, but it's just a slate that just scares me with trying to pick pick some teams. I mean, Ohio yeah, State, Maryland. Like over, overhyped. Yeah, Ohio State, Maryland. USC, I like Arizona. USC scares me because of how shitty they played and then how lucky they got. Well, they I mean, played they were dominating. So did Arizona State, and they just were – Arizona State didn't finish it. Yeah, don't get me started on the 9 o'clock. That's just unfair. To not, to not to make every other school in the nation play at 11 or noon, and you have to play at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Your first game of the year. Yeah, I, and I think that was a Pac-12 thing trying to get visibility, but that's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. That's rough. Because it, 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 – well, that's the thing is you, you got to get up at like back, six in the morning. Yeah, for the five in the morning to, to, to enjoy that game or any of your fans to enjoy that. But then when you do that, when you're on the noon slate, you're competing with everybody else, and the Pac-12 doesn't play on ESPN at noon. The SEC and the ACC are the ones that are going to dominate the airwaves. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, and I'm I'm also worried about Pac-12 having games to play. They've already canceled one. They've come out and said that they will make up no games. Yeah, and it's and that one was you have one player out. And they're like, cancel it all. Yeah. Like, come on, it was one guy. But and then like they even did the the whatever the tracing is, and he didn't have in contact with anybody, which I yeah. find kind of hard it, to do. It it comes down to the Pac twelve is located on the West Coast. The West Coast is getting destroyed right now with COVID. I mean, destroyed. Um, as much as people want to say, oh, it's it's something. Fun. Our most democratic states in the West Coast are getting destroyed with COVID. Um, but yeah, that, that's how it goes right there. So we'll, uh, we'll see. So on that, uh, we'll I didn't like put it out because I'm whatever. I'm you know I basically don't even really get on social media that much anymore unless it's Twitter. But I saw this, uh, or I'm looking at memes. Uh, <laughs> I saw this thing. This guy called out the Notre Dame, and I and I said it too because I'm like that fine's gonna be fucking hefty. Uh, the the Notre Dame field rush. Oh my god! And, and yeah. he goes, "You really think this is a good idea during a uh, pandemic. surging pandemic? Six hours prior." <laughs> They had the party in the streets at the White House, and and he goes party in the streets, yeah, at the White House, and then someone like Snapchat or like I, you, sure it's circulating now that you can see it. Oh, they yeah. put it both large... next to each other, and he goes, "Where's the hypocrisy here?" <laughs> yeah, the large gatherings that are going out now and all that stuff. So it's like... don't scream when it when it favors you. And he's a sports writer, and he yeah. and he bitches about it. Fear porn. Fear porn works. Yep. That anger, is... anger is the is a stronger um, emotion than love. Yeah, I promise you that. Uh, okay, so on to Sunday. Uh, Panthers 
well, what the hell are we doing trying to trying to beat the Chiefs? <laughs> I mean, you know the game I, plan. I, I literally, I, I made the comment to myself. I was like, Godley is getting absolutely torn right now because he's such a passionate fan. And he's like, McCaffrey's back, doing well. We're looking looking good. But on the other hand, why the hell are we keeping this so close? Why are we keeping this so interesting? I would rather us just be blown out and knowing mm-hmm. that we're going to take the loss and I can just sit easy. Because like, if you win, you're like, shit. Yeah. What a fine line it's been all year to cheer on improvement, good players. I mean, our defense, I think we hit it in the draft really well. Jeremy Chen. Probably defensive oh, rookie yeah. of the year. Your defense is really starting Brian to come in. It struggled the first quarter, something. but it's coming together. Yeah. Uh I haven't really I don't really pay attention to Derek Brown a lot. I mean, I don't really focus on the interior linemen. I'm still upset that we drafted KK short over Keenan Allen. I think that was a huge mistake. But you know, we gotta have hog mollies, you fucking idiot. <laughs> None of his things, KK was the only one that ever worked out. All of his other picks were stupid. When he, according to Hog Mollies, I think the Kelvin Benji one wasn't a bad pick. He just, uh, he liked Wendy's too much. That and and his mom thing, I think that played a lot of emotions. And Cam know. Newton sucks. Cam Newton's like uh, the Cam Panthers Newton made back. his fucking career. He did make his career, but it's also one of those things. He he made his career off of the one year they went to the Super Bowl, and that was it. Without him, so without him, so we didn't but. need Kelvin. Uh, yeah, so obviously you did because you lost. Uh, no, we did you lose. There, they, they didn't call some catches. Whatever. That's a, that's a rough thing to go by, and he whatever. didn't have to fall on the fumble. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he did. He needed to dive on. So he whatever. just whatever. He's it, a you cocky know, player. When that he run it, realizes, slow. realizes that his career, if he can't make it in New England, he's no. not going to make it anywhere. When you run it slow, it looks like he should have jumped on it. But when you play in true form, he looks like, oh, someone already got it. Oh wait, no, they didn't, and that was a little pause. He was going for it. It's no, fine. He, he, he bent he over. He bent over. Whatever. You're going to lose this one. The, the world agrees with I mean, me on this. What does it matter anyways? Like we were getting our ass kicked on. Oh, yeah. uh, defense played really well. It was oh. a matter of field position and our offensive line. Atrocious. I mean, great hog yeah. mollies, you jackass. So, yeah. Um, but this yeah, this week. Um Raiders Chargers Thursday is gonna be was a, a great game. Oh, you got Raiders me. Chargers. It's in Yeah, I'm Raiders about, played like, Denver last weekend. Oh, this past week I'm not I thought we were talking about. about yeah, that's what I thought was going coming up. No, I was talking about what happened. Oh. Because we were just on Panthers Chiefs. <laughs> I thought we were getting ready to talk moving forward, but okay, I guess we'll no, yeah, just a few games that uh, I liked. Uh, Raiders, Chargers, I still like everything that I'm seeing out of Justin Herbert. Never falling off of that uh, train. I don't care how well Tua starts to play. Tua's not going to be better than Herbert in his career. He might uh, be there with him. He'll never be better we'll, than her. We'll see, because two is two and zero, oh, and Herbert only has one win. Coaching. to his name, coaching. <laughs> two has been bailed out by his defense. Chargers don't have a defense right now. All their key players are like sitting on the sideline. Though I don't year. know how you can say two has been bailed out by his defense. Yes, they had a, a scoop and score against Arizona, but that was it. Other than that, it was a shootout, and it was Tua beating Kyler Murray. Again, 
So, uh, coaching-wise, it don't matter about the stat line. That's the NFL. Oh, it don't matter them. about stats. One. It's all about winning. Okay. It is all about winning in the NFL. Stat lines only, only matter in NCAA. All right, so uh, Lions uh, just spanked again <laughs> by the Vikings. Yeah. I do not like Matt Stafford. I, he keeps fucking me every time <laughs> I play him in fantasy, although I fuck myself by starting somebody else or trading them all away. Yeah. For I've somebody just, that's... Yeah, I right. destroyed my fantasy. I I, I think I'm going to do the math on it when the year comes to a close. If I had never made a trade, would I have won every game? No. And I think I would have. I think no, I would have won. I still, I still think Aaron beats you, but no. that we'll save that one for for glory days. But uh, yeah, so my yeah my lines got destroyed, and the sad thing was is they moved the ball up and down the field all day long, and just yeah, couldn't it's, convert. it's like a tease. Yeah, couldn't like convert. Letting you put just the tip, but you didn't yeah. even get the tip in. <laughs> yeah, they they move right just there, moving up and down. Out. Oh, let's go kick a field and goal and. Normally reliable Prater shanks it way left. And then he didn't miss one the rest of the game, but he shanks it way left. So you don't, you come up empty on that one. Then you go down the next one, get inside the thir- the 25 and Stafford throws an interception. Go down the next one, get inside the 10 and Stafford throws another in- interception inside the end zone. Like it was just like, what the hell is going on? Um, So yeah, that was, that was tough. Um, I knew this is this is where playing DFS and being a fan really hurts because as much as I want my Lions to win every game they go out and play, I was realistic with Dalvin Cook knowing that, okay, he just went off about against Green Bay. And Green Bay has a much better defense, much better defense than Detroit does. And Dalvin Cook is, outside of the game he tore his ACL in, has owned us, owned us. Mm-hmm. So... And he did again over 200 yards rushing, um, over 200 and like 60 yards total total scrimmage yards. I think who knows? I think still, I think he had like 60 some odd yards receiving too. It's ridiculous. I mean, oh, let's run him out of the backfield and have a linebacker try to cover him. <laughs> You're lucky a DB could barely cover him. So yeah, that was something. Um, Atlanta almost giving the game away to Denver again. <laughs> I just I was watching that. I was like 21 in the fourth. I feel Ow. like Matt Ryan is stuck with that Super Bowl loss and how he lost that is gonna define his career now because this year it is nothing but oh we are just giving all this shit up. So mm-hmm. you got that one. The Giants coming out and beating uh I call it an upset Washington football team uh was insane kyle allen i hope you have a speedy recovery i'm glad that your injury wasn't as bad as dax even though it looked like it when it first happened Mm. um dude even just it's a bad year for high angles high i mean kyle allen the wide receiver from georgia yeah from bama yeah bama and then georgia i mean just all oh yeah, you got that one. I don't want to run. I need a like wheelchair everywhere from now on because yeah, I already so it's know insane. it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's insane. Um, surprise of the week, Pittsburgh Dallas. Okay. What the fuck, Pittsburgh? <laughs> I'm okay. glad I didn't pick anything on that one. Tomlin plays down to his competition. Has has always played down. I just it's like they that... skipped the week. They're like, we'll do good enough. Who's up next? 
But it it wasn't even that. That defense for the first half was just getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. I couldn't believe it. Just supposedly the best overall defense in football. And you got a rookie quarterback coming in. Yes, he has experience in the uh, uh, Alliance of American Football, the AAF. Gary but, Gilbert. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, we had him. We but had he, him. He, he picked him apart. Um, and then I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I, now he has me reconsidering all my uh, Dallas. Dallas players. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas, but I'm like, shit, I'm going to start him. CD Lamb looks like he could be relevant again. Cooper could look like he's relevant. I need again. him because Justin Jefferson, just with with how well Dalvin Cook is doing, the, the Vikings' offensive game plan is all right, time and possession. We need 45 minutes in the first quarter <laughs> and just run every play. Yeah. Oh, we have a quarterback? Fuck it. Put another running back in there and just hand <laughs> and just running it's, it's to the running insane. back to run. So, where before they were like, all right, we we're kind of like our defenses are doing that well. We got to air it out. And I'm like, oh, shit, Justin Jefferson. Now, now it's just a curse. Yep. Yep. So I think I made out better on that trade for Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. I fucked so, myself all year. Yeah. So you got, and that then one. I think final. Cause a lot of them, like, I mean, they're, they're not even, they're shit teams that anyone's really talking yeah, about. Houston, yeah. Houston, Jacksonville's oh, uh, basement ones. Uh, a Jaguars is gonna fuck themselves. This Jake Lutton guy is gonna win them a game. I, I I gotta look at their schedule, but he's good enough to win them a game. There goes your well, over. Oh, um, there, there goes your under. The Bears. What'd you say? I said there goes there goes your under. Yeah, I don't care. Um, the last two games they play Bears and Colts. If Colts are in, um playoff position i think maybe they rest and then damn jets and and bears bears suck i think they can just that could be an offensive game i don't see them beating packers steelers browns maybe vikings titans ravens maybe i don't know all right i want to talk about that when can we stop talking about lamar jackson (laughs) <laughs> never they're never he's gonna RG3 not... he's RG3 great year people saw him on tape and they're like he can't throw the ball just cover really well yeah. let him run you know some game plans you go in like hey we're gonna let him have 100 yards rushing this game and we'll still win the game yeah. and the defense is like yeah I'm good with that yep so, and then, you well, know, I, I just I hate all losses. the excuses that are coming around. Oh, he doesn't have the 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 talent at wide receiver. Okay, you weren't saying that last year, and he's got right. the exact same wide receiving yeah. core. They added some. I mean, adding Des Bryant. If he's going to be a good quarterback, and he's now has an MVP, so he has to live up to that. Aaron Rodgers hasn't had all that great of wide receivers when Devonte Adams goes out. And he still wins. Uh, other than Edelman and Welker and Moss, Brady has had nobody. Mm-mm. You can't name the other people. Yeah, he only makes Edelman. Edelman, I think, would have been good anywhere he goes. Welker, he went from one good quarterback to another great quarterback. Yeah, so, Peyton, Yeah, Brady and Peyton for Welker there. 
But other than that, like Brady is Randy Moss. I mean, I think that was probably his best ever to go through. It was Randy Moss. Well, I mean, he had three years where he barely even ran her out with the Raiders. I like him. So, but it's true, Randy. And you and I have had a a somewhat conversation about that at the gym. Yeah. So I don't think um, he's great for the team. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. We'll see. Yeah, you have to be able to win um, in your two losses this year um, against Pittsburgh, which you probably should have won the game, but at the end of the day, you lost because of your four turnovers. Um, and then Kansas City getting blown out. So we'll, we'll see how that one goes and goes forward with that one. Who do they have? I guess that'll transition us into this next week here. And, I mean, we kick off. Yeah, they got Sunday night at New England, which that game will probably get flexed out. Yeah, I think especially they especially. I'm telling you, if if the pa- Patriots lose this game, they're shipping the rest of the season. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but they still got to play the Jets one more time. That's the thing is they're gonna if they'll lose this game. They still got to lose last one game, more time. You bench everybody. You bench everyone. Why? You're like they don't have to. But if they only have two wins and you're playing your last game, you go. Why are we gonna risk anybody getting hurt? Bench everybody. I mean, so. if it works out that if you lose the game, you get a one or two pick, you lose the fucking game. Yeah. Especially if it's the other way around. The, if Do you win have, the game, the other team gets the one or two pick. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't actually looked at this. Do they have a first round pick this upcoming draft? Pats? Yeah. Because they traded yeah. away so many picks. Yeah, Pats. Pats have picks. They always have first round picks. Okay, I was going to say, because, I mean, Belichick came out and said that they gave away the farm, picks and all, uh, to win in those three years. Now, maybe yeah, a first-rounder, probably not, but I don't know. I'd have to look up to it. But, um, but yeah, let's get into this week right here. Um, Thursday yeah, night all, starts off with... They have all the... Every pick. Okay. They have, like, so, yeah. three in round six. Yeah, so Thursday night, we've got Indy at Tennessee... Andy's coming off that embarrassment of a loss. Oh, did you see Philip Rivers fall on his ass when he had that um, that interception or fumble, whatever it was? And I saw then, the clip, but I didn't watch the game because Colts aren't worth watching. Dude, it was hilarious. So, yeah, so it, Taylor fumbled, and Philip Rivers somehow tripped over himself, fell on his ass, and then the Ravens defender jumped over him. And he just stuck up his hands and like hit his inner thighs, and the dude kept on running. Um, so it was I, hilarious to watch. So I think Titans me. win this game. I do too. Um, AJ Brown is starting to get going Did after you being see out. His touchdown, dude. He's just, one, he's dirty. One Tannehill threading the ball in there was insane, and then with two people draped over him from the twenty yard line, somehow. Gets in, unbelievable, unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Shocking. So. so this is who, this is who the Colts, and this is why I say the Titans will win. This is who the Colts have beat: the Vikings when they were still bad, the Jets, the Bears, 
the Bengals, and the Lions. This is who they've lost to. The Jags week one, divisional rival, first game, you know, new new yeah. system and everything. Expect a loss there. The oh, Browns. Yeah. Uh, away. And then last week against the Ravens. I think they lose this game. It's only a minus one and a half spread. All in. All in alert. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee, they'll cover with Gostowski with the three. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you got the- that one. Um, looking down here, next game that's kind of intriguing. And this is hilarious and I'm bringing this up. Philly, New York. If New York wins this game, they tie Philly for wins. Now that the the tie still plays for Philly and keeps them in the division lead, but they are now tied for wins in the division with the leader. Oh, Giants. Yeah, yeah, Giant, yeah, Giants Eagles. So like I'm I'm actually somewhat intrigued by this because the Giants are actually looking good now. So we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Um LA, Miami. Herbert, Tua, here we go. It's in Miami. I I don't even know how I trust. Um, I gotta turn off this stupid computer. It's so damn loud. I don't know how I can trust the Chargers' defense. Yeah. Do you have your phone going off? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't trust that defense. I can't trust that coaching staff. It's it's an interesting one, that's for sure. So, I mean, the um, offenses, looked, offenses look good, and then the offenses look bad. Just one you guys could things. get a win this week. Playing Washington, it's Alex Smith, or do you think they bring back, bring in Dwayne Haskins for the start? Uh, Mind you, Dwayne Haskins beat us last year. Now, I, granted, we didn't have yeah. a healthy. I won't Stafford. be watching the game. I won't. But, I won't have Stafford. I, I would just go without a fucking quarterback for the rest of the year. There's, there's, there's. there's I there's, feel like I've done that the last three weeks, anyways. Yeah, there's some you can pull up. I mean, uh, Drew Locke is playing this week, so you can it's always over pull him me. up. He's playing it's in Vegas. Um, Bills Cardinals should be interesting. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to figure out this Buffalo team and this Arizona team because right. yeah, I don't know what I've got because Bills started like they were just disappearing, and now and then the struggle in. win against New England in the rain after the struggle loss to Tennessee, and then they come out and put it to Seattle. I mean, blue blue Seattle out. Seattle made it interesting at the very end um, with some garbage time for the scores, but. Yeah, I'm interested there. And then Arizona. I just can't figure it out, man. I mean, as the much defense praise, is terrible. It, it, it's unbelievable. And it, the sad thing is, is it's their DBs. It's their cornerback play that's horrible. Horrible. So Seahawks, Rams. Do the Rams actually show off their prolific offense against a terrible Seahawks defense? I think... And this is just me. That's the game you should flex to Sunday night. Yeah, I just it's I already don't, a four twenty five starting time. Flex I know I'm gonna it. watch it, but I hate Jared Goff. I can't stand hey, him. He could be available. You could always pick up Jared Goff. 
Jared Goff sucks. I would rather yeah, burn yeah. my entire team to the ground than have Jared Goff at quarterback. Yeah, so you got that one. The other interesting one that I'm going to sit here and see is um, Minnesota-Chicago on Monday night. Yeah. You have a Chicago team yeah. that's reeling and a Minnesota team that, I mean, they're playing like they should have. Like, this is the team I expected at the beginning of the year with this offense. Same. Um, Bears defense, still play pretty well. Their, their defense keeps them in games. Keeps mm-hmm. them in games. It is a division opponent. It is November football. There is meaning to this game. Um, and it's at Soldier Field. So, I'm very interested on this one, on this game. I wouldn't even be surprised with how Dallas played against Pittsburgh if the Bengals win. They already upset Tennessee. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's, you know, he's something. He's lighting it up. And and the the sad thing is, is in Cincinnati, it's their defense. Their defense is not up to par with where the offense is. The offense is putting up points, and it's because of Joe Burrow. But, I mean, he's got their – they've got a a great three-headed monster in their receiving core now that they're actually – Got AJ Green on the same page with him, but between Green, Boyd, and Higgins, I mean, that's a dynamic front three for them on, mm-hmm. on wide receivers. Um, arguably a top five receiving core. So you got that one. I mean, I think you have Seattle is one, KC's two with receiving cores. Um, but then I go down through the rest of the list and I just, yeah, I can't think so of yeah. anybody else. On paper, NFL, Bucks could be number three, but yeah, NFL. I, I I don't know. I might expect a few upsets this week, but all right. So we got to go the last like ten minutes of the show. We got to talk about NASCAR and golf. golf. You got to yep. talk about golf. So, so we'll first we'll off, just we'll take, start off with NASCAR. Oh yeah, because we'll I'm take, I'm wearing I'm wearing my Chase Elliott shirt. Chase Elliott fucking won the championship. Um, Wait, are you a Chase now, Elliott fan now? Yeah. I, I'm always Because Jimmy fan. Johnson has moved over and Chase is kind of like. So I've always liked, I, I like Chase um, and I have to pick somebody new. Um, so I was, I'm pulling for Chase because one, it's Hendrick. I like Hendrick. He's super young, everything like that. So, but Chase won the, the championship and he dominated. Um, he had to come from the back of the field. Uh, to start the race because he failed inspection twice. Um, so he literally had to pass every single car. And then he just then from there, he dominated. He had to overcome a little adversity at the end of the second stage where um, Kozlowski had the short run car and was able to beat him for stage two win. But other than that, man, he dominated. It looked great. Um, but then you look at it. So the championship four started one, two, three, four. And they finished one, two, three, four. And this is just how... NASCAR works and I don't know if it's a mindset or what's going on with the other racers because I feel like since this new playoff system has started that every single year that this that the playoffs have been like this where the there's a championship four the championship four the winner the overall champion wins the race and everybody finishes one two three four and I can't tell in some part if it's those four rise to the occasion because there's so much focus on this one race or if everybody else is like, I'm not trying to be a part of it. 
Right. Like, like I don't want to fuck this guy's thing up. Yeah. Because there's a lot like, less crashes in these like final races. Well, so NASCAR, the the Cup Series, there is always fewer crashes because you're dealing with the best of the best when it comes to stock cars. Um, even the guys like Corey LaJoy and some of these guys that aren't on these well-funded teams, they're still damn good drivers. Damn mm-hmm. good drivers. Um, but yeah, so you don't see these in it. You don't see these mental mistakes that you see in, in the younger series. So yeah, there's fewer accidents, everything like that. What really got me going is Jimmy finished fifth. And he had a he started 26th and he drove up through the field just like Chase did. Um and Jimmy came out and said that he was trying to win and he was like he that's what he was going for. Would he have gotten away and, and ruined the the playoff or a championship? No. But he wouldn't have just given the spot away. He would have made it. He made a made it fight because he's fighting for a win. And that's all he wants to do. But mm. for him to finish fifth, the best of everybody else, and I'm, by far he was the best of the non championship drivers, um, was a great send off. Great send off, um, and to show his class and the type of person he is, he's a good Chase guy. Elliott, I've met him twice. Good yeah, guy. Chase Elliott has now has now won the championship and is getting ready to go do his celebration and goes through and his crew chief goes out and says, go burn it down. And he literally says, I'm good. That, that is for chase to go do. I'm not Mm going to steal his spotlight. Anything. He got his, his send off at the beginning of the race where they put him at the front of the pack and all stuff like that. But he's like, I'm not taking that from Chase. And that just epitomizes class. It is just class. Um, so I love seeing that. He was there to give Chase a big hug. Chase was stoked. I, I mean, I was so excited to see him win it. Um, excited to see Hendrick win it. Excited to see Chevy back on top. Um, and it's it's not like, oh, Chase won it because he was better at the playoffs. Um, yes, he did get a win in each round. But he's been he driving a- amazing all year. Yeah, but he, he finished the year with five wins. There's only two drivers that had more wins than Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick. And, and he could have he, he could have won one or two more if he didn't wreck. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, get wrecked. Not, not even that. So that's including Fucking the ones that, that he didn't get wrecked. <laughs> so here's you go. So Bristol, he, he wrecked in Bristol. He didn't get wrecked. He wrecked Joey in Bristol going for the win. Um, but you had a Bristol, so you've got that. Still Joey. <laughs> you have Darlington when COVID first came out, when he was leading with three to go and pitted and everybody else kept on and just screwed him. And then coming back through the field, he had it. And then Kyle Busch just had that miss that mess up and wrecked him. So you have that one. Charlotte, the first race at the Coke 600, same thing. He pitted. Keselowski didn't. Keselowski won the race. Now he won the second Charlotte race down there. So he easily could have had eight or nine wins too. He won the road courses. I mean, he run, he won Daytona. He won the Roval. Chase Elliott's a very, very good road course racer. Um, and so is Martin Truex. I, in my honest opinion, those are two front runners for next year because of how many, I think they added five road courses to the schedule mm-hmm. next year. So... I think it's a total of seven road courses next year. Um, and so you'll see those two dominate a lot. It's very rare. Do you see anybody else besides Martin Truex and Chase Elliott 
get those wins and stuff like that. So I was really happy to see that. Um, going through, it was a day of a lot of good buys in NASCAR for old regimes. It was Jimmy's final race. It was Clint Boyer's final race. It was Matt Kenseth's final race. It was Chad Knauss's final race as a crew chief. Um, I mean, those are four Hall of Famers in this in the NASCAR world. Um, Clint Boyer is going to go broadcast uh, into the booth with Fox next year. Jimmy's going IndyCar racing for two years with Chip Ganassi Racing, and, and uh, I think it's F1. Um, Matt Kenseth is just going to go back to being retired, and then uh, uh, Chad Knauss is moving up inside the Hendrick organization. So it you're going to see a lot of regime changes and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see right there. Um, so that'll be fun. But other than that, man, it, it was a good weekend. Um, you can finally not have to cheer for Joey Logano, but that's mm-hmm. why I put the bet out there because I needed Cho- Joey to choke. And by you being a fan of him, he choked. He I'm glad really choke. I could do that for you. Right. So yeah, he kind of did choke. He wasn't, I mean, there was a, I think he won what one race. Yeah, he he won one. He won um he won a race to get into the championship four. Um, that was the first one like four, three or four weeks ago, and then from there he just he didn't do anything, anything. So, um, it was definitely that was definitely good there. And then I look at it, um, and I think I think you should take one more photo in your shirt to cap <laughs> off the year. Just congratulate uh, Chase and say, Joey, good job on a great year. And there's one almost, more photo in the shirt. I almost burn it the other, yesterday, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if the, this thing burns. It's old plastic. Not to mention it, it was like 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, I tell you, if it, was, if it wasn't a racing shirt and like that fabric, I probably would still wear it. Because like if it was like that old school. Yeah style if it didn't have so many freaking decals all over it too i know i got it's like bright ass yellow <laughs> so you I got mean, it was, that one it was more mustard but yeah ugh. so that that's hilarious but then the other big thing is we have the masters this week um and I, i'm super stoked about it we've already had two people that have had to withdraw because of covid and sergio and joaquin neiman sergio is a little bummer just because i think he's playing some of the best golf he has in the most recent years um, the last month month or so, and I would have loved to see him get on a familiar course where he um, has proven he can win. Um, and then Joaquin Neiman, one of the young faces of golf that's up and coming. This was going to be, I think, his first Masters. Typically, first-timers don't do very well, but I was looking forward to it. Um, Tiger finally gets to defend his title, so it's, uh, it's cheering on Tiger, but I'm going to tell you guys right now on a money aspect, don't bet it. If he wins, you take that. You take the you take, oh, he beat me and he won. But do not bet him. His form is not good. His putting's not good. I understand it's Augusta. Um, I understand he's defending champ. But he is not gonna win this thing. But he sucks. He's not even he doesn't even suck because Augusta National, him and Phil always do well because they know the course so well. And they know where they can attack and they know where to, to lay back. But Augusta National has also shown that you don't have to have incredible length to be good here. Freddie Couples, uh, Bernhard Langer, 
two of the guys on the senior PGA championship that'll be Take there. Shambo. Go through Shambo. And I'm going to tell you right now, fade DeChambeau. I know he's coming off a, a, just a throttle of the U S open and everything looks good, but DeChambeau in his career has been a great putter, a very, very, very good putter. His worst putting performances are his four trips to Augusta. He just cannot figure out Augusta because they're so lightning quick. They're right, so but quick. You probably get to the green a lot faster. But here's the other thing that I that you can't do is there he can he's going to be able to have a lot better second shots than a lot of these people. But his short game, not his long irons, not his mid irons, but his wedges, he does not have that dialed in yet. And if your putting's not on in Augusta and your wedges aren't good, you're going to be looking at a lot of long pars, a lot of these six, seven foot pars that are going to be testy pars. And I just don't think he'll probably have a top 15 just because it's Bryson. But I don't think he's going to win. Um, my money right now is on two people. First one, DJ. Uh, he's still playing out of his mind and all that. So, oh, look at that. Flacco just threw an interception. So the Patriots are now going to have a chance to tie this thing. <laughs> and just further upset you. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so you you you've got DJ who's playing out of his mind. He had a great week down in Houston. He likes this place. He finished tied for second there last year. Um, number one player in the world currently. I mean, he just he looks good. And I I think that's the good money. I think he's like he's either ten to one or just under um ten to one odds on to win this tournament. The second one, and I'm probably going to get laughed at by a lot of people. I have a lot of money on Patrick Reed this week. Good old Captain America that everybody hates. Everybody hates Patrick Reed. He is one here before and recently. And he's coming in on very good form and way overlooked. Way overlooked. Mm. I'm telling you right now, if my gut has to go with it, Patrick Green, Masters winner. You've got some money. Throw $100 on it. I had money. <laughs> Don't bring it you, up. You still do. Like I said, compared to other years, you still have money. But throw 100 yeah. on it and go. And, and just we'll, let it go. We'll see. Uh, so we'll go from right there. But that, that's my things. Rory, that's the other storyline coming into the Masters, as it always is. Um, Rory well, who's, trying to the Grand Slam. He's I, won the U.S. Open, the PGA, and the British. Um, the, only master, the only major he hasn't won is the Masters, and it's just because he's played himself out of it. I mean, the year Patrick Reed won, he played himself out of it. He was leading going into the, into the final round and lost to Patrick Reed. Uh, early on in his career when he was younger, I mean, he blew a, like a six-shot lead to lose. So, And then his form, ever since COVID started, Patrick um, Rory's just not looked good. He was lights out, top tens every single day or every single week, and now it's not there. So, I mean, I think he's just living off name. I, he's still great, but it's with, with the advances in golf now that have come with the equipment – and all the data tracking that you can do, the stuff that's Bryson that Bryson's doing, 
it's kind of funny is because Rory's not old by any means, but he's part of that old guard. That's what I that's what I kind of look at Rory as. He came in as a super young kid and won a lot of majors really quick, a lot of tournaments really quick, and then the times finally caught up to him. Uh, not because of injuries, but because of um, all the just all the equipment that's coming through. So um, we got that one. We'll go from there. I have. And if anybody's listening that had tickets to this year's Masters, send me your email so I can use your email and your name to buy Masters gear. Because it's the only way you can get Masters gear is either attending the event. Well, since they're not having anybody there. They've put on a special promo that the people that were invited or had tickets can go online and buy their Masters apparel online. Oh, that's odd. Oh, th- th- that's how the Masters has always been. There is nowhere else that you can get Masters gear like from that are direct, never worn, never used, or never purchased before outside of Augusta at the Masters hmm. tournament. So if you see somebody that's wearing Masters stuff, it's because... Someone they know went there and got it for them, or they went there themselves. Um, fun fact if the Masters ever catches you reselling your ticket, you're banned for life. Oh, wow! Like, even if, if you can't the, go, well, no, if you do the lottery, if you win the lottery and you purchase your ticket, because even though if you win the lottery, you still have to purchase your ticket, if you purchase your ticket and then you sell it for two, three, four times its face value and they catch you. They put your name and everything down and they ban you for life. Mm. So, but I'm telling you, man, I do, I do golf. You know, I, I follow golf pretty religiously and I'm not the only one that has this thought, but Patrick Reed sleeper this weekend. He's plus 2,800. So 28 to one. And, for the most part, most of the winners fall within that 25 to 33 range, 25 to 33 to one range. I'm year. trying to see who, who he's matched up with for the entire. Well, so it's only, it's I only it's the Morikawa. So the only, you're only matched up for the first two rounds is when they have their tee times and stuff like that. After that, it's all based off your score. Now, Masters is a little bit different because they take the tops, um, top 65 in ties as well as everybody that's within 10 shots of the lead. So it's a small field, and theoretically, if you're within 10 shots of the lead, you make the cut even if you're outside the top 65. Tiger Woods, make the cut, minus 325. Miss? Plus two fifty. Um, I do both. Mm-hmm. I take him mm-hmm. to miss the cut, and then I would cover it by whatever hit amount I had to put to make the cut. So that way, I broke even. I just place smaller on the miss. I don't like him, so, but I also but, don't want to like lose because he makes it. Yeah. Um, the other one that would be interesting stat line to look at would be Phil Mickelson to make or miss the cut because Phil is two for two on the senior tour and wins going out and winning these events. And then he comes back to the PGA and he can't make a cut to save his life. Augusta's something different because he's more 
technical and not try to grip it and rip it like he's been doing. Um, but I would be curious to see how he does, whether you, whether he makes or misses cut and what the, what the numbers would be on that one. Um, so, um, let's see. I, I think I'm just, for me, I, I don't really pay attention to golf all that much, but I don't mind. I, I like the masters because of its scenery. I think it's going to be a, a, a different, a different thing this year to see it in yeah. fall. And what if, what if it looks so good? If people want to switch or no. have two masters. No, they won't have two masters. Cause you can't have one venue, have two, two majors in a year. And the masters, well, what they, can they host it again? Or do they, they only do it once, right? So what does it this, go for twice? So this calendar year, we will still get a masters in for 2020. That's what this one will be for this um, competition year for golf this year. We will have the Masters twice. We have two U.S. Opens, two Masters. There will be six majors this year for the scheduling-wise because of COVID and getting the U.S. Open and Masters in this one for 2020. All right, um, here's – go ahead. Uh, I was I was going to say players to avoid, but go with yours first because then I'll, I'll tell you players to avoid. Okay, I'm looking at props. DeChambeau. Longest drive over under 380 and a half. Over. Over. Is he's there, hit, is, are there long? He's, hitting, he's, there's long holes. There's some long par fives. But then on top of that, he's already shown with this data that he's recorded from home, from his, from his training facility, his house, and then on his home course down there in Jupiter. Um, that he has carried 211 ball speed and over 400 yards carry. Hmm. So, um, are the uh, par fives are they straights? No. Everything has a bend into it. One par five is uh, major risk reward because you have water. That is, if you're longer hitters, that, that second shot. You can hit it up there, and if you hit a good one, you're probably going to be at the the front of the green or rolling off the back, just depending on where they put the pin and how hard you go. But a lot of people who go for it, if you miss ever so slightly to the right or short, you're you're in the crick. So most strokes recorded on any hole over under eight and a half. Under. Don't it's, think anyone hits a nine. It's very difficult to like, be like uh, a, a quad or anything. You don't see quads very often. And the level that's coming here, you don't see it. The amateurs that get invited here are good. They are good. Most of them missed the cut, but none of them. I don't think I really have ever seen anybody hit a quad. Triple, yeah, but a quad is very, very tough. You could see it maybe on a par three, but that's still seven. So you go from there. But in my opinion, players to avoid this year um, when it comes to betting wise, and this is just this is this is complete analytics. People who show up to Augusta for the first time don't do well here. There's a couple of few people that have a chance, like Jordan. He showed up his first time, did very very well, was almost won. The second year that he went there, he did win. Um, there's exceptions to that rule, but you have to be special. Uh, Cameron Champ, avoid. Avoid like the play. It's his first time going to be there. Um, 
so don't don't pick him up just because of that. Um, Colin Morikawa, the PGA champion, avoid. And he very well could go out and do a top 10. But again, the statistics say that if it's your first time playing at Augusta, Augusta eats you alive. So well, avoid those two. Paired Lanto with Patrick Griffin, Reed. Avoid. So, yeah, you'll get to watch them. So are you going to, I mean, well, both of our games. The other guy really that I would consider home. backing, and this is, it's it's just, it's one of those things, is Brooks. Brooks Kepka. Brooks is he's, just a cool dude. He's fully healthy. He's finally healthy because he, he skipped the U.S. Open and all that stuff. He skipped the U.S. Open. He gave his body enough time to rest. He came back. He's played two tournaments now. And last week at the Vivan Open in Houston, where he was a, um, he was brought in to consult on the design of the course. He finished the the weekend 10 under, 5 under Saturday, 5 under Sunday, and looked really good. Really, really good. He finished second here last year. And I think, I think you could see the Brooks, the Brooks contend. Um, I still say more, more likely that it's a uh, Patrick Reed that I'm going to stick with, but a Brooks Kepka win here. Yeah. And then now he's, he's all he's got to do is go win the, win, win the, win the open. And he's looking at his, his, his uh, grand slam. So well, I'll, I'll be watching just for the coverage and the scenery. Oh yeah. Um, and I'll eat a pimento cheese sandwich. So the one thing I will tell you everybody right here is the Masters. The only way to watch it is through its app in the mornings and then on ESPN in the afternoon. And they're doing something different this year. They did this last year in the final round because of weather. And this year, because of darkness, they're going off on, on the first and 10th tees. Normally, it is everybody tees off at one and you go through that. No, everybody, it's first and 10th um, with this because of daylight in Georgia. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, whoever, starts on the, whoever starts on the back nine typically has a little bit of an easier start just because the back nine, they set up for um, Augusta on the Master Sunday as having score scoreable holes. So they're typically, they play easier. So uh, if you're looking at doing stacks or anything like that, back nine, I would look at that. Um, and then this is the true bombers will do well here with their length, but you really have to be dialed in with your um, wedge, with your wedge game um, and your putter. Putter's what wins this event. All right, bet responsibly. Don't uh, don't chase bets, <laughs> Jesse. Uh, that's you. And, yeah, enjoy Enjoy some beautiful game of golf. Georgia. Georgia. The whole day through Just an old sweet song 
keeps Georgia on my mind. Said a Georgia, Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said, Georgia Georgia No peace I find Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you Whoa Georgia, no peace, no peace I find, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind, I said just an old sweet song.